Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 182 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about the Golden State Warriors because currently the Warriors have the best record in the NBA at 14-2. and It's not the Milwaukee Bucks. It's not the LA Lakers. It's not the Brooklyn Nets. It's the Golden State Warriors. And they are looking as good as they did when they went to the NBA Finals five straight years from 2015 to 2019. They, of course, won free titles in 2015, 2017, and 2018. And it is surprising and mostly because a lot of the same people are still with the team. Steph Curry is arguably playing the best basketball of his life. He's averaging 28.7 points per game and shooting over 40% from free. Curry scored 37 versus Durant in the Nets and 40 on the Cavaliers and hit a combined 18 frees in his last two games. And then you have Draymond Green who continues to be underrated because he is the anchor of that defense and he's also their best passer. Draymond averages about 8 rebounds a game leading the team, and he leads the team in assists with seven assists per game. That is the most underrated aspect of the Golden State Warriors is how good a passer Draymond Green is. And not to mention this year, they also brought back 2015 Finals MVP Andre Iguodala. I mean, the greatest decision in franchise history the Golden State Warriors ever made was to put Andre Iguodala on the bench because it revitalized his career. He is an excellent role player on the bench. He wasn't fitting well as a star player in the league. He wasn't that great with the Sixers as a starter. He wasn't that great with the Nuggets as a starter. But as a six man, as a bench player on the Warriors, he is a Hall of Fame player and he's not that same guy from the 2015 Warriors. He's not even the sixth man of this team. But man, is he an important piece on the Warriors. And we have to talk about the head coach of this team, Steve Kerr, because I feel like although he's won free and NBA championships. Steve Kerr is an underrated head coach. We all know that his first five years with the Warriors were gold. They averaged over 58 wins a season, but over the past two seasons with the Warriors, they've won only 54 combined games. Steve Kerr has proven that he can go through the rough times. I mean, a lot of great head coaches in the league, they don't go through the rough times. Like Phil Jackson never really went through the rough time as a head coach of the Lakers or the Bulls or whoever. Phil Jackson, for a lot of people, was a front-runner type coach. I mean, Steve Kerr has proven he can go through a rough patch, a rebuild, if you will, with the Golden State Warriors, and I think he's done so very well. I say the same thing about Eric Spolstra all the time. Eric Spolstra was there when the Miami Heat were winning the championships, and then he was there the years that they weren't, and now the Miami Heat are back, and so are the Golden State Warriors, and I think Steve Kerr deserves a lot of credit for that. This current iteration of the Golden State Warriors reminds me of those early teams that were winning championships. The 2015 team that won the NBA championship and the 2016 team that lost the NBA championship to the Cavaliers because that Golden State Warriors team was super deep and so is this team. Yes, this team has Steph Curry. Yes, this team has Draymond Green. But this team also has a really good amount of role players and one of those role players is Andrew Wiggins. 
Wiggins. Yes, Andrew Wiggins we think of as a failure because of his time with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He never has lived up to that max contract, but he is an excellent fit on this Warriors team. On this team, he is really playing the role that Harrison Barnes played on that 2015-2016 team. He does not have to be the best player on the Golden State Warriors, and he is having a really good season. I mean, Andrew Wiggins is averaging over 18 points per game and playing really good defense. The reason why he works on a team like the Warriors where he doesn't on the Minnesota Timberwolves because the T-Wolves were asking him night after night after night to be one of their better players. The Golden State Warriors for a night might need Andrew Wiggins to really show up and be their best player, but they don't need him on a night-to-night basis to be one of their better players. He is playing a role on the Warriors. For the T-Wolves, he was asking to be a franchise player, which he is simply not. But man, does he really work on the Warriors. I think he's super effective. And I think NBA history is filled with those type of guys. I mean, Andrew Wiggins did not know how to win NBA games. And now he is on a team that has Steph Curry as their star player and Steve Kerr as their head coach. Andrew Wiggins is learning to be a winner. You've seen this in the past. I mean, Ron Artest did not have a history of winning. Then he played with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant and he won an NBA title. The Warriors also have Jordan Poole who averages 17 points per game and Damian Lee who is averaging over 10 points per game to go along with Kevon Looney and Otto Porter Jr. who are excellent role players. I mean Otto Porter Jr. was a max contract when he was with the Washington Wizards and now he's playing a role on the Warriors. And that 2015-2016 team was filled with a bunch of really underrated role players. I think Sean Livingston at the time was the best backup point guard in the league. I love Sean Livingston. They also had Leandro Barbosa, Maurice Spates. I mean, their bench was packed, and so is this current team's bench. This team is super deep, and that's why they are a threat in the Western Conference, because there aren't a lot of super deep teams in the NBA, and I think, at least for now, the Warriors are one of those teams. One thing that's really surprising me about all the talk of the Warriors is the fact that so many people are shocked that Steph Curry is playing at this high of a level at age 33. Usually when dominant players age like Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron, they become more perimeter oriented and more reliant on the free point shot. But that is where Curry is already dominant. Think about Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. The great free point shooters age very well and that's what's happening to Steph Curry. Yes, it is a little surprising that he's playing like the best player in all of basketball. Yeah, but let's not be shocked that his game is aging super well. I know he had ankle issues early on in his career, but he's been somewhat durable. I mean, this guy, his game is supposed to age well. I mean, he's not playing like Allen Iverson, who relentlessly attacks the rim. I mean, that's a guy whose game did not age well the older he got, because Allen Iverson was taking a lot of hits, if you will, trying to attack the basket. Steph Curry is shooting freeze, and he's shooting them the lights out, and as long as he's doing that, he's going to remain dominant. It's super early in the NBA season to say that the Warriors are for real and that they're a legitimate title contending team, but look at the facts. I mean, help is coming on the way. Klay Thompson is coming back, and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are one of the best NBA duos in NBA history. I'd put them right up there with Jordan Pippen, Shaq and Kobe, Dumars and Thomas, Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, this duo is 
is formidable, and when they play together, they win NBA championships. And if Clay Thompson can go back to being the guy that roasted the Chicago Bulls for over 60 points, then the Warriors have a legitimate shot of winning it all at the end of the season. And they also have coming back their first round draft pick from last season, James Wiseman. And if James Wiseman becomes a really formidable big in this league, then that's another huge get for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, think about that roster. They won NBA championships with Andrew Bogut. They won an NBA championship with Zaza Pachulia. If they get James Wiseman to be a capable NBA big man with Klay Thompson adding to this team, then yes, at the end of the day, the Golden State Warriors are the real deal. If all of those things happen, and I think there is a realistic possibility that those things do happen. One of the biggest reasons why the Warriors need Klay Thompson to return to form is because they do need a formidable second scoring option to go along with Steph Curry. I mean, they tried out D'Angelo Russell. That didn't work out. Then they brought in Kelly Oubre, and he was not a decent enough fit to fill the hole left by Klay Thompson. But if that duo returns to form, if the Splash Brothers are back, then the rest of the league should be super worried. I mean, right now, I look at the Warriors as the little engine that could. They're winning games because Steph Curry is playing out of his mind. Draymond Green is having a really nice season. But if they get Klay Thompson to play like the guy with 14 frees against the Chicago Bulls, then they could quickly revert back to being the heavy favorites to win the whole thing. They could quickly become a real problem. I don't know what James Wiseman is, but if James Wiseman becomes a good player in this league, then again, they could quickly revert back to being the heavy favorites to win it all. Right now, the Warriors are a nice story, but they could quickly become a problem for the rest of the league. Another reason why this feels like 2015-2016, because all we're talking about is the Warriors offense and Steph Curry going off against the Nets and Steph Curry going off against the Cavaliers, but the Warriors have the third best defense in the entire NBA. They are giving up the third fewest points per game, only behind the Denver Nuggets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And listen, all this talk about the Warriors might be too much. Maybe they are a team that's just playing so out of their mind and they might be peaking too early. A lot of my feelings about the Golden State Warriors is about their reputation. The Warriors have a reputation of being a winning franchise. So I see the 14-2 and record. I see them dominating the NBA and I think to myself, well, I guess it's over. I guess they're going to win it all. That might be only because of their reputation. I mean, there are still other really good teams in the NBA, but you look at them and you go, oh, I guess they're back to being the Warriors. The Warriors are back to being the Warriors. The world makes sense again. We're just going to think they're going to win it all. I feel like a similar thing is happening in football with the Patriots. The Patriots have had a few down years or so where they weren't winning Super Bowls, and now they have a really good record, and they're on the rise, and so we go, oh, I guess the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl because it's a simple thing to think that because of their reputations. The Patriots have a reputation of winning Super Bowls. The Warriors have a reputation of winning the NBA Finals. So whenever they play good, that's what we think is going to happen, and I think that's the easy way out. Look, I could easily see this going the other way. I don't think the dynasty is back with the Warriors. This is not the team that had Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. Those guys were also younger. Listen, Steph Curry is playing out of his mind, but he is 33 years old, and I don't think 
think that they can effortlessly dominate the NBA like they did in 2015 to 2019? I don't think the answer is that simple, but I think a lot of people are going to simplify it because we're all used to the Warriors winning, the way we're all used to the Patriots winning, the way we were all used to the San Antonio Spurs winning, the way we're all used to the Lakers winning. These teams have reputations of being winners. So when they win even a little, we go, oh, I guess they're going to win it all. And right now, it's so easy to say the Warriors are going to win it all because of their reputation. They have a 14-2 and record. Steph Curry is playing out of his mind. Klay Thompson is going to come back at some point. They have Draymond Green. You don't know what you're going to get out of James Wiseman. They have a really deep roster. But I do think that that can sometimes be the easy way out to say the Warriors are going to win it all. I still think the Bucks are for real. I still think the Brooklyn Nets might get it together at some point. Kyrie could come back in a flash and things could change in an instant. And sometimes when you think that way and you only think about them potentially winning the NBA Finals, it can ruin the moment. Let's just enjoy that the fact that the Warriors are as fun to watch now as they were from 2015 to 2019. I mean, Steph Curry is playing out of his mind. Let's enjoy the moment. It doesn't all have to be about the NBA Finals. It doesn't all have to be about the bigger picture. I mean, listen, the last few years have been a rough stretch for the Warriors. It doesn't all have to be about winning the NBA Finals. Just the fact that they're back here is enough for me, and it should be enough for you, because a lot of people felt like when Kevin Durant left the Warriors, that was the nail in the coffin for them even being a viable NBA franchise. They have bounced back in a big way. Maybe it doesn't end up leading to an NBA championship. Maybe it doesn't end up leading to them winning 60 games like they routinely did during that time period they won the NBA championship three times, but it could mean something special. The fact that they are even in the picture of being mentioned as one of the best teams in the NBA, I think is special. And with all that being said, it is still kind of fun to talk about the possibility of the Warriors winning the NBA Finals. I mean, what happens if that's the case? I mean, a lot of dynasties don't get to have a second act. Usually the band breaks up, the players go their separate ways, but if they win a championship with that same core that won three times from 2015 to 2019, that would be something really unique in the NBA. I mean, you saw it with the Jordan Bulls. I mean, they had two free peats. It felt like it was over after the first free peat. Then Jordan comes back and they win three more. They win six. That was a second run for that team. NBA teams usually don't get a second run. So it would be extremely cool to see the Warriors get a second run with this core group. It's also amazing to see an athlete who's used to winning go through a down period and then bounce back. Remember, Brady went an entire decade without winning a Super Bowl. To see Tom Brady back on the stage again was massive. It was super fun to watch him win Super Bowls. After not winning one for a long time, Derek Jeter went a very long time. He went almost a decade without winning a World Series. He took advantage of the moment of being there again. Kobe Bryant went through the difficult years without Shaq trying to win a championship and when he finally did it was so fun to watch so yeah I want to see Steph Curry back on the biggest stage possible because he's now gone through that period of time where he wasn't winning so now he's going to take advantage of the moment now more than ever who doesn't want to see that Steph Curry wants to remind us all that this is still the Warriors that he's still Steph Curry and that this is still the best NBA franchise let's talk about the teams who are the biggest 
biggest threat to the Warriors in the Western Conference. You have to mention the Phoenix Suns, who are coming off a loss in the NBA Finals to the Bucks. They have Chris Paul, who is on a mission to win his first NBA Finals, and I really want to see that happen. They have Devin Booker. They have DeAndre Ayton. They are going to be there till the very end. You have the Lakers, who although are very old, I mean, they have Carmelo, they have Westbrook, they still have LeBron James. So as long as you have LeBron James, you cannot count them out. They have Anthony Davis. They are going to be a problem in the playoffs. There are, however, three teams who I already think the Warriors are way better than right now, and those are the Nuggets, the Jazz, and the Clippers. For the Nuggets, I'm not going to take you seriously until you get Jamal Murray back. Nikola Jokic is the best big man in the NBA, but he cannot win a championship on his own. They need Jamal Murray for me to think they are a legitimate threat. Then you have the Clippers who are without Kawhi Leonard, and I know Paul George plays a lot better when Kawhi Leonard is not there, but Kawhi Leonard is a two-time Finals MVP for the Clippers to win it all. They need Kawhi Leonard. And then you have the Utah Jazz, and my feelings on the Utah Jazz have always been this. They are an excellent regular season team. They have one of the better head coaches in Quinn Schneider. They have Donovan Mitchell. They have Rudy Gobert. But then when they get to the postseason, they never get the job done. They are always going to win 50-plus games in the regular season, but they always come up short in the postseason. They have Mike Conley. They are a really good team, but I just don't take them seriously in the postseason. So yes, when the Golden State Warriors come back to playing like the Warriors, I'm obviously going to think that they are better than the Utah Jazz, and that's, again, all about reputation. The Warriors have a reputation of winning when it matters most, and the Utah Jazz do not. Listen, the Warriors surprise us all when they won 67 games and won it all in 2015, and now they are doing it again. We all thought it was over when Kevin Durant left. It's crazy to say this, but right now, the Warriors look like bigger contenders than the Nets and also the Lakers. The league feels wide open, and once again, for the moment, the Warriors are dominating. That's another piece of this. The league feels wide open. There is no dominant team, so the door is there for the Warriors to be that dominant team, and we all know that if the things go right for them, they are capable of being just that. In final, it is way too early to say the Warriors are going to continue to play like this and win the whole thing, but even for a moment, even if they don't end up winning the NBA championship, it feels really good to see the Warriors playing like they did in 2015 and 2016. It makes you think about the good old days when they were dominating the league. And I would like it to continue because this is a very good group to root for. Who doesn't like Steph Curry? Who doesn't like Steve Kerr? Who doesn't like Draymond Green? I know there are some people who don't. Who doesn't like this Warriors team? They have been the dominant franchise of the last 10 years in the NBA. So when you see them playing like this and you go, oh, I really like those guys. Let's keep the good times going. I hope the Warriors continue to maintain this type of success. And I hope they are a major threat when it comes to postseason time. And maybe NBA fans don't want to admit this, but I think the league has seriously missed having a team like the Warriors, that dominant team who we all know is at least going to be in the NBA Finals. Yes, the last few years there have been some surprises. The Heat making the NBA Finals. The Suns making the NBA Finals. The Lakers won the NBA Finals. 
Finals. Not that big of a surprise, but last year you had the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the league could use a team like that Warriors team that dominated the league. And who better to be that team than the Golden State Warriors themselves? Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.